Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday and November 8th. I hope uh, y'all had a great weekend as uh, as we did. Uh, and we're getting ready to start off the week. Not much uh, news out there this morning, but Dave and I will come up with something to talk about as we head into the week. Before we do, though, let me just remind you that we've put together our trademark core retirement design in order to help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your visit. Hey, with that, we've got Dave coming up next. Five point seven Counting Crows there. This is Morning Dave. It is the early morning show. It's 838. We always check in on finance. But now let's do just that. From the resources of Statler Financial Services, we bring you on a Monday morning on the phone, Philip Statler, who is here. Philip, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well. Had a great weekend. Had a decent turnout for pancake breakfast. And uh, and so, hey, it is uh, Monday for the second full week of November. Not much in the way of earnings today. Really light, light, light. I'm hoping more will come out tomorrow. And same way with you for macro, there's just not much out there uh, heading into this week right now. Absolutely nothing, but that gives us a chance to do a little bit of divining anyway, because over the weekend, uh, the Congress managed to pass that infrastructure bill. Now, to clarify for everybody, there are two bills floating their way through Congress. One of them is now on the president's desk. That's pretty much mostly the stuff the Republicans tried to pass under Trump, repairing bridges, roads. Democrats added in nationwide broadband Wi-Fi into the thing. But for the most part, that's the physical infrastructure stuff, and it's kind of sort of a bipartisan bill. That passed. Uh, the big socially active one that the progressives have been pushing in the House has not gotten anywhere yet. So let's clarify which is which. But the infrastructure bill itself, it's having some interesting pre-market effects on a whole bunch of construction-related firms, isn't it? Well, it is, because let's face it, it's going to be spending. I think I saw the number was like um, $550 billion will be funded into transportation, broadband, and utilities. So those are all issues that are going to take um, construction labor and machinery to get up and running. And so those companies that, uh, that could possibly benefit from that are, are benefiting this morning from that uh, increase in stock prices. And to, for the most part, anyway, even those of us who are on the frugal side of the fence still would tend to agree we got a whole bunch of repairs that are needed in terms of bridges and roads. So whether or not this was the time, there's a whole lot of room to argue. But uh, the stockholders of uh, companies like Nucor Steel, our neighbors up to the north of us here in Highlands County, Caterpillar, United Rentals, Vulcan Materials, even Martin Marietta are showing some really market upward pre-market moves this morning. So there's a lot of optimism to be had on that. There, there is, and, and rightfully so, because um, those companies, um, especially like Caterpillar and those guys, it doesn't matter who gets the contract, they're probably going to be using a lot of Caterpillar equipment to get it done. So um, they're going to benefit. Same thing from steel. I mean, how many steel companies do we have? You know, we don't have that many steel companies in our country. And so, uh, you know, projects like bridges that require rebar and that type of stuff, are uh, those steel companies are going to benefit from those uh, construction projects. 
Yeah, Nucor being a company that makes a lot of rebar from recycled steel, I would imagine that's one of the reasons they're up the better part of 5% this morning. U.S. Steel was noted on the uh, tip sheet article. I don't have them in my top 10, but they just had kind of a beneficial bump off of a quarterly report from a week or two back. So they may not be gaining quite as much as the other ones, but if it, if it relates to construction or industrial materials, i got to assume this is a pretty week, pretty good week to have been in those guys last week. I think so, given what uh, we're seeing right now, that's for sure. Absolutely. Tidbits out there, and on Monday, without any government reports and a whole lot of financial reports, we're kind of in that level. I noticed there's a takeover bid for one of the big virus companies, McAvee Software. Uh, they're they got a takeover from a private uh, a private equity firm who wants to buy them out. They're going through the roof this morning as their their shareholders are saying, "Oh, good, get me out of this thing." Uh, hey, when you get a takeover bid at uh, at a decent price, which things let's face it, things are getting priced up and out this this year. So um, I'm sure they're they're really liking that. But on the flip side, of that day we have Tesla getting beat up this morning a little bit. Because there's rumors, uh, not just rumors, I guess it's a fact that uh, Elon Musk is going to need to sell about 10% of his company stock. Mm. Get that. He owes, he's anticipated to owe about $15 billion in taxes this year. So he needs some money to pay his taxes. I thought that was him taking that uh, hunger campaign up on its bet. They said that uh, they could cure hunger in the world for $6 billion. And he was saying, you show me the numbers and I'll do it myself. Yeah, no, it's trading down almost 5% right now. Okay, well, I suppose you put more stock on the market all of a sudden. That's going to end up the supply and demand works in the stock market too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Hey, I did want to mention this one before we go to the one one earning we have today. Regeneron. Yeah. Pharmaceuticals. I found this very, very interesting. Um, they're they're up this morning. They're, you know, their antibody cocktail that was made famous by President Trump. Um, mm-hmm. They have come out. They've been doing studies since then. They they they're on a phase three trial right now, and what they have determined is it's incredible. But they you can use that cocktail now almost like a vaccine that it will prevent the infection by 81.6% right now, um, between two and eight months. So, uh, which is not as good as Pfizer's pill, but it's better than Merck's pill. So um, it's gonna be interesting to watch how that rolls out. And uh, and if that becomes a mainline um, uh, treatment or cure, if you will, maybe even a vaccine substitute uh, going forward because they don't have the things in it that the um, Moderna and the Pfizer have, those RNDNA, which is what a lot of people are opposed to when it comes to the vaccine. And so this may be an alternative down the road, not right now, but it could be down the road. And so that's helping their stock today up almost 2%. Wow, that's kind of interesting, too, from a, from a news standpoint from over the weekend. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers story on the Packers, one of the things he was doing when it finally got out that he wasn't vaccinated is he was taking Regeneron therapy, among the other stuff. Didn't it, He evidently was in the, uh, the, eight, in the 15% that it didn't work for because he's positive. But if he ends up being able to prosecute that point that he was actually, in effect, vaccinated, maybe he can talk the NFL into letting him back a little earlier. But that's true. That, that's, that's a good point. 
Interesting concept. We did mention there's not a lot going on the macro stuff. On the macro side, the only tidbit I've got beyond what what we've already talked about is that Fed Chairman Powell is going to be on the rubber chicken circuit this morning. Uh, He's going to be talking at a conference on gender and the economy which probably won't give him as much of an opportunity to uh, rattle the markets as he would be on a general purpose speech. But nevertheless, I would imagine about 1030, a lot of ears are going to be paying attention to the Fed chair. That's true. And let's uh, let's remember, Dave, that we got some changing in the dates of things coming out because November 11th, which is Thursday, is Veterans Day. And it's a federal holiday. Now, it is not a holiday for the stock market. But it is a holiday for the federal government, so no numbers will come out from the macro side. That's usually jobs day. So what they did is jobless claims are supposed to come out on Wednesday now. So we're going to have yep, yep. So uh, so they'll come out there, and we're going to get the the core CPI, consumer price index, is coming out too on Wednesday, and that's going to be a uh, important number. And given the fact that the federal government is sometimes a little on the scratchy side, even on Thursday, putting out the survey numbers, especially for the jobless claims, uh, it could be kind of a wild number because when they take those surveys and they miss, you know, they miss Los Angeles or something, every once in a while we get some really wild swings on that when they do things off of schedule. Well, that, that's true. <laughs> somebody, somebody doesn't get their report in on time, and uh, and it doesn't get added into the total. So, yeah, we we can get a number that ends up getting revised. That's for sure. Yeah, so, so it's an absolutely silly number. It's something we can basically write off. Mentioned that earnings season was going on. Cody, the makeup company, was about the only major report that I heard about this morning. How did they do anyway? They are. They they came in better than expected on both um, earnings and uh, and revenue. Uh, according to the estimates. And then uh, they also announced that they were selling more of their stake in Wella, I guess Wella Cosmetics, to to the venture capitalist KKR. And so uh, those two things are getting them a nice bump this morning, Dave, up eight and a half percent. Cool. You know, lifestyle-wise, I would expect a makeup company to do well this quarter as more people go back to work and hence care how they look, right? That's true. That, yeah, that's true. We're getting more people back to work, and uh, and so the makeup will become more of a uh, a product to purchase. And Cody is one of those uh, midline market brands that does a mass marketing effort, too, so I'm glad to hear them doing well. Setting the table for the morning Friday was another set of record closes. Dow was up 203 points. Standard & Poor's was up 17.5. NASDAQ ended up within a short spitting distance of the 16,000 mark. Ended up up 31 and a quarter, up to 15,971. I'm looking at the futures this morning. That's about the only index that doesn't look like it's got a shot at beating it early on. 45 minutes early, how are, how are we doing? Well, we, are, we do have all green ink now. I mean, I know, you know, the NASDAQ was a little iffy there and, and still could be iffy before the open because it's, uh, it's fading, you know, up and down. It was down all morning, uh, but just now it switched to a, a slight tinge of green. I mean, very slight tinge. So it still may not open up, but, uh, but at least it's heading kind of the right direction right now, Dave. We got the, the Dow 30 up uh, 140 points almost. That's uh, a little over a third of a percent. The S&P 500, not as good. It's up a little over a tenth of a percent. NASDAQ, you can just say it's even right now. It's not up enough or down enough to say it's anything. Uh, on the commodities front, we have the um, silver 
up uh, uh, eight tenths of a percent, way back up over 24 again, $24.35 an ounce. Uh, gold is doing well too, up about a three tenths of a percent, back over 1800 to $1,821 an ounce. And then um, we've got crude oil heading up about six tenths of a percent this morning, Dave, up to $81.75 a barrel. I knew it was just teasing us when it dipped below 80 for a little while last week. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So. We're just teasing. Uh, kind of a mixed bag on the Asian rim this morning. Not a lot of news means not a lot of movement. Everybody is somewhere up, somewhere down by two-tenths to a third of a percent. European markets kind of have the jitters. They're mixed this morning. They're on the brink of a big reporting week from their economic factors. So nobody knows which way Europe is going to go this morning either because I got some red and some green there 45 minutes or about four hours into their trading day. Philip, getting the uh, scope as to how one can maybe find an opportunity in this market, or if you're close to retirement, looking for how to stabilize it and make sure that my growth continues at a planned pace. That takes some professional eyes. How do I find yours to help out? You're absolutely right, Dave. If you're in that 55 to 60 or older and looking at retirement, then I can't tell you how important it is to know what the risk looks like in your portfolio. That's why we designed our core retirement design to help design the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and now on 95.3 FM. I love the way you say that. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you tomorrow here on Light. Fair enough? Fair enough, buddy. You have a great day. Appreciate you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. From the pitch. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, November 8th. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Take care. Bye now.